our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to be able to come before your people today. And as I come before your people today, Lord, allow me, Lord, to speak the words that you have given me to share. Let me not be shy and holding back, but let me speak the word in truth, boldness, and understanding. Allow your wisdom to flow through me. Father, in the name of Jesus, let the Holy Ghost have his way with my body, for it is his temple. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. When we struggle with something, who do we talk to? Who is it that we're talking to? And who is it that we're looking to for our answer? When we're low on strength, who do we turn to in those situations to give us the strength to push on? Who is it that we talk to to get us to where we need to go? Who is it? Who do we talk to to help us in our decisions that we need to make in our lives? Who is it? that you're talking to that keeps you stuck in the same spot you've been in for so long making the tough decisions sometimes we talk to ourselves and pray to ourselves figuring that we can make an answer and search for it ourselves but we're stuck in the same spot still struggling with the same entity that was there before we all have different idols that we have in our lives and we look to them and we expect answers from them but When we look at our lives, God has put a situation that we've all got to deal with. And how do we deal with it? See, the one thing that we take out of the equation we talk very little bit about is my talk life with God. See, the enemy loves you talking about your problem, but when you don't talk it to the right person, you'll never have the strength to overcome it. You can spend all day long looking for people to answer your questions, but they'll never be able to answer your problem because only Jesus can. He can give you a word of acknowledgement through somebody. But when you talk to him, it is where he starts to renew you and give you the strength to do what you need to do. We lean on others, but we need to be leaning on him. When you find yourself wearied and worried out and overcome with life situations, you find that it is a lack of strength. And we find that as we look throughout the whole Bible, whenever they were low and at their weakest point, they would turn to God and ask him for help. And if you've been with us for some time, you would find that in the book of Judges, we find that even the people he would send out to fight 
they would look to him for strength when they were wore out and the replenishment they looked to him but if we never talk to him about replenishment do we have it do we have it see prayer is something that the enemy loves for us not to do we think in our mind about the situation and we're like oh I hope it gets better see the communication between you and God has to be real when you open your mouth talk to it we're quick to talk about our problems to everyone else except for him we're like let's pray about the situation let's pray about this let's pray about that but do we really pray or do we look for others to pray for us because I started look at the situation and I started looking at a passage of scripture as we look at Matthew chapter 26 let's get down into our topic we'll start at verse 37 He told Peter and the two sons of Zebedee to come with him. Then Jesus began to be very sad and troubled. He said to Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, My heart is full of sorrow and breaking with sadness. Stay here with me and watch. Uh, Something about, he says, look at the word watch. He says, be alert. Stay here and be alert with me. Be vigilant. Then Jesus walked a little further away from them and fell to the ground and prayed my father if it is possible do not give me this cup of suffering but do what you want not what I want then Jesus went back to the followers and found them asleep Jesus said to Peter you men could not stay awake with me for one hour Stay awake and pray for strength against temptation. Your spirit wants to do what is right, but your body is weak. Then Jesus went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this painful thing to be taken from me, And if it must be, do it. Then I pray that what you want be done. Then Jesus went back to the followers again and found them asleep because their eyes were heavy. So Jesus left and went away one more time and prayed. And we stop there at verse 44. Lord, your word is awesome. Let your word resonate in our ears and let it be something that we can live off of. Thank you for allowing us to hear it. Never let us take your word for granted. We find that Jesus looked to God, the Father, for any decision that had to be done. There are situations in our lives and suffering that we deal with. We tend to look to the world for the answers for our suffering. And God has already a plan for it. Suffering is something that we're all going to have. And with it, God has a strength that he wants to give us to take it. We pray, but we don't pray for strength. We pray for things that that don't even go anywhere. Like the book of James says, amiss. Because we always want out of the pain. But when we get into prayer, we're like, Lord, 
If this be your will, that this happens to me, then let it be. Jesus was there making the toughest decision of his life to sit back and say, you know, I don't want to take all this pain. I want out of it. But yet he was willing to do whatever the father wanted. It is in prayer that God's will becomes our will. When you're struggling with God's will over your will, it's time to start praying. Because in prayer, we learn to release our will and take on God's will. Prayer is the one thing that through it, we are able to release ourselves and be what God wants us to be. Because God will strengthen us to be able to take on the task at hand. If you're struggling with sin, then let prayer be the thing that you need to get the strength to overcome that sin. See, because it's not the fact is we can't beat the sin. It's the fact is we're not prayed up and don't have enough strength to overcome the situation. Because when we start praying, God will get you to have the strength to overcome the situation. He'll make ways for you to overcome your temptation, over ways to overcome the suffering, over ways to overcome everything that you've been facing. And it's all through prayer. It is our prayer life that dictates to what we're willing to do and how far we're willing to go and what we will even suffer and how we look at suffering. It is in our prayer life that these things flourish, grow, or die. Prayer is the one thing that we have that is a weapon beyond anything. It is the chance and the ability to talk to a father who was so jealous over us that if anything was to come in between us talking to him, he'd just wipe it out the way. Yet we suffer, yet we forget to talk to him. We'll go through things and be like, oh, I don't know why the Lord let this happen instead of talking to him. Because you just might find that in it, he has a plan. See, because prayer is the one thing that we don't talk a whole lot about. We'll talk about suffering, but it is prayer that leads you through the suffering. It is prayer that changes everything in your life. It is prayer that is going to give you the ability to walk through things that you've never walked through a day in your life. See, because of the prayer that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ in our life, we can actually make it. So I'm telling you today, dearly beloved, pray more. Learn to start talking to God about those strugglings that you're having in your life, things that you're struggling with. And be like, Lord, if you want me to go through this, let it be. Give me the strength to face it. For me, wherever I've been defeated in my life is because I didn't want to talk to him about it. I became upset, frustrated, and tried to bury it and hide it. And yet I had no strength to fight it because I never talked to him about it. See, because when you start talking to him about it, Lord, let it be. You're looking for relationships. You're looking to be in a relationship with people. But the only problem is you don't have the strength to carry on the relationships with people. You don't have the strength because the strength would allow you to pull back from some people in your life because they're not even helpful. They're there, but they're there for only for you for a reason. And they're distracting you because they're taking more of your time than is normal. You don't see it. We find that when we look in the book of Judges, chapter 16, we find that Samson, he was spending a lot of time with Delilah, but you didn't hear him say he was spending any time with the Lord. Because if he prayed about Delilah, he wouldn't be talking to Delilah. Because the Lord would have shown him that there is something behind her. See, when we start praying about things, the Lord starts showing us things. You may not understand it. He'll give you some weird dream that you can't understand. He'll tell you, don't give up because you're right there at the end. You're at the hardest part of it. Don't give up. Because you could be doing something for the Lord and the enemy will send people along your way to to, to either distract you, to help you, to distract you, seem like they're helping you. And they're taken away. It's nothing worse than having to do something. Somebody comes along and help you and it requires and it makes double the work for you. 
God doesn't put people in your life to double the work. Imagine doing a one-man project and someone comes to help you. Now you're doing double the work. See, because when God comes along and sends someone in your life, they're there to help you. See, when you start praying, he starts revealing things. See, because he's not going to keep you ignorant. He's saying, you got to suffer it, be it so. See, it's in prayer that Jesus, we find that because of prayer and Jesus talking back and forth with the Father, the example that he gave us, he already knew that he was going to be betrayed. And sometimes he'll even reveal to you that this person's going to turn on you. He'll already give you the signs, the symbols about it. But because we're not praying, we don't have the strength or the wisdom or the acknowledgement to accept it. Oh, no, we'll be like Peter. Be it not so. See, God tells you ahead of time. He doesn't go back on his word. We saw that he told Peter ahead of time the things that he was going to suffer. And that he was going to deny him. That's a suffering that you'd be like, uh, uh, what is this? To break Peter's pride. He had to tell Peter, you're going to fall. But it was in prayer, talking with the Lord, that Peter was restored. It was in prayer that Peter was restored. It is in prayer that we were restored. It was in prayer that we said, Lord, have your way with our lives. Don't forget that very first moment of your life when you said, Lord, have your way with my life. You do as you see fit. And you surrendered your will to him. When your situations are coming and they're rising and they're coming at you in all different angles, pray. Pray. Stop taking, stop calling everybody up on the phone. It's good you called enough for prayer. Stop complaining to everybody about your problems. Pray. Because God's trying to give you strength. You're out there complaining and you're wearing yourself out. You want to renew your strength? Pray. One thing I would always remember when I was a young man, my mom would, I'd be like, oh, I got this going to my mom. I'd say, let's pray about it. Let's get on our face and see God about it. See, I didn't understand what she was saying is let's get our strength from the Lord to deal with this temptation. Let's get our strength from the Lord to be able to overcome the situation in our lives because the temptation is in the struggle that you're facing. Walk away from it. Go find something to take away the pain, give you something temporary to deal with. But you still got to deal with the problem because our mindset wants to go find something to ease the pain. And God says, I want you to walk through the pain. But that's the only easing that you're going to get is to walk through the pain. But I want to give you the strength to take the pain, to walk through it so it doesn't come back at you again. See, prayer is the one thing that we have that no man can take from us. I can pray all day. I can talk to God all day about how wonderful he is and all this. But I can bring it to God and say, Lord, just give me the strength to make it. No one can take prayer from you. They can burn all the Bible pages up, but they can't take prayer from you. No matter what they do, they can't take prayer from you. If I'd never seen a Bible and all I was taught was just pray to the Father in, in Jesus' name that he would help you. And if all I had was just to pray to God, then that's all that I would have. But no one could take it from me. No one could take the ability to talk to God away from you unless you let them. We'll find all throughout the book of Judges that God would hear their groanings and their crying in pain. And he would send a relief. You think that he doesn't hear you. He does. There was one point he asked him, he said, why haven't you come to me about this problem? Why would you worry me with your sins, but you won't come to me about this problem? He was upset. 
He wants to talk to us about our problems. There's nothing worse than having an answer to your problem and you're not talking to the answer. Because if we start praying, we may find out that you might have people with you that you don't need around you. Or maybe you might have people that's coming along to help you and they're really not a help. Or they're not working in a function that you need them. Or maybe they're just designed to be a friend and you want a relationship. Or maybe you want to enter a relationship and the Lord says, that's not it. They can't help you where you need to go. You're going to be carrying them and you don't need them to carry them. They'll see you at your state. Wherever you're going and doing, God will always send people in your life that can help you with things that you need to get done. You might be like, Lord, I need this right here. And he'll allow people to come into your life that can bless you. But through prayer, you'll have the strength enough to make the decisions to make them right. Because the Lord will guide you. See, because when you're talking to God, you're more sensitive to hear his spirit. The enemy hates when we talk to him because he can't influence when we're constantly talking to him because we can hear his voice. There's a relationship being built when you're constantly talking to him, when you're constantly listening, when you're studying his word, saying, Lord, what is it that you want to do? And if you never read the Bible, and you think about it, when you look at it and say, well, I don't read the Bible as much as I do, but you start meditating on his word. It's, you can read the Bible all day long, but if you're not putting that word in your mind and meditating on it, in the rough situations in your life, and the good situations in your life, saying, what does God say about this? And start thinking about it. Make it the thing you think about. What did God say about it? Because see, prayer gives you the strength to make it on. See, because when I don't pray for strength, I fall asleep and the enemy takes what I have. I fall to my flesh when I don't pray. You want to overcome temptation? We need to pray more. Prayer is the one thing that you have that no one can take from you. And the one thing the enemy can't stand you to do is to pray. In your toughest situations, let prayer be your guide. Don't let what the enemy says to you or what your situation says. I need to complain to these people. I need to get on my face and talk to my father, which are in heaven, because he'll hear my prayer. He'll move on the situation. So by the time I'm able to talk to the people I need to talk to about what's going on, God has already dealt with the situation. So when it goes on, it'll be all in the right timing. We see that talking to God gave the right timing for everything. When we look at the when we look back at the Bible, we look back at all the things that we're going to do through prayer. God sets up timing. He sets up planning. In the book of Esther, because she prayed and fast, when the time came, she revealed about the, the plot that the evil Naaman had done at the right time. Anywhere out of there would have been out of time. On that one day, if she said it then, this wouldn't have happened. But God lined it all up so that everything that was supposed to happen, happened. See, in prayer, he turned around and those he were trying to humiliate, he had to honor. See, because God will turn your bad situation around into something great. It's something when somebody's trying to destroy you and God forces them to honor you. Right before he makes them humiliated. See, prayer changes things. You may not see that you have a big prayer life. But the small things, just talk to him, ask him for help. It might start off like this. Lord, help me with today. This is what's going on in my life. This is what I'm bringing to you. I don't even know how to deal with it. And you do it with all your heart. You do it honestly from your heart. And he hears it. 
Because what father wouldn't want to help his children? What father wouldn't want to love on his children? Take prayer and use it as your weapon to get the strength you need, the re-energizer. See, prayer is like a double-edged sword. It's like it's a weapon and then it's an energizer. It gives you the ability to fight. You know, when you play your video games, if you're familiar, you ever had to play a video game, you get life points. Well, every time you pray, it's a life point. Every time you pray, you get a life point. It re-energizes your life. Prayer is that one thing that keeps re-energizing your life. It's like playing a game and you know, you play Mario Brothers. <gasps> they get big and overcome the situation. You pray. You want to get in a place to be bigger than the situation or see your life bigger than that situation? Pray. Because when you see a God that's bigger than that, you realize you're with somebody bigger than the situation, so the situation doesn't look as tough. Prayer changes your view, changes how you walk. And beloved, just like you, I suffer. When I don't focus on God, my flesh takes over. You won't always get it perfect. You're going to struggle with things. But the strength to make it through it is in prayer. Don't let the enemy get you so frustrated that you can't pray. Don't let him get you so busy hanging out with people or trying to please people that you can't pray. Because when you start praying, you stop trying to please people. You start walking in your own integrity. You start walking in the integrity that God gave you and the wisdom that he gave you. And you're willing to suffer versus having to look like you want to please everybody. You stop it. Prayer. The one thing nobody can take from you. And the one thing that God won't let anybody take it from you is to talk to him. Nobody can stop you from talking to him unless you allow him. Don't close yourself off. Use your prayer to reach God. See your situation different. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to share a message with your people today. And I thank you, Lord, that through prayer, we're able to change and grow and have strength. I pray, Lord, that you would encourage everyone that hears this message on this podcast today, Lord, that they're able to hear you. That they're able to hear what you have to say, God, about prayer. And I know, Lord, that each person will hear this message, Lord, and they'll all hear different things because you're the one that's giving out the word that they need to hear. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that that our prayer life increases and that the enemy doesn't have a foothold in it. And I pray, Lord, that in our tough times that we all turn to you and that we all look to you, even in the good and the bad times that we learn to build our relationship with you through prayer and talk more to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, thank you for living and listening to Living the Light Life Lessons podcast. If this podcast is being a blessing to you in any which way, please subscribe and share. Share it with others. And if you don't physically share it with them, make sure you share the message of it. Share what you've learned to other people. That's the real blessing. And remember, keep me in your prayers. And the only thing I say is just share what you've learned about God to other people. Let it be a blessing. Live what you learn. Have a blessed and wonderful day. May the Lord bless you. And until next time, I look forward to talking to you again.